I got a new one recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Drag down for Three, two, one. Smoke Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody! Dazzling, yeah. stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're live. Okay, watch this, T. Do you know who this is? Very D. Wait. Do you know who that is? Do you know who this is? No. Yeah, we know. The funny thing about it, there's wait, the funny there's a funny thing about it. Let me get it more in there. Yeah. <laughs> so watch at the end. There's a there's a there's a funny thing at the end of this. Watch. Tell me if you recognize them. Okay, here it comes. Who's that? Did you see that? I can't see him. Who is that? Look at Will Smith. <laughs> so hang on. So anyway, that's um, that's Drake, and that's Drake's new video. I'm too sexy. And at the end, you can't. You couldn't make it out. It's the claw. It's Kawhi Leonard. He's he's got a part. He's got a part in this, oh, and he's dancing. I didn't recognize that being. The yeah, claw. hang on. I'll do it again. I love the song. I'm too sexy for this man. Can you see it? Yeah. Too sexy. There's Drake. Yeah. I don't know that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too sexy. Yeah. I know Drake. Yeah. Sexy. Too sexy for this fame. I like that. There he is. There he is. The claw. It doesn't look like him. He's funny. The claw's funny. So he's hilarious. Okay, so. All right, let me take care. Of, let me run down. Let me take care of some, uh, you know, some some intro stuff here. So, yo, y'all, we are Old Men and Sweats. I'm Barry D, and this is my buddy Tommy T, and this is our program. Three, two, one, action. Okay, I, I love doing. I got to do it all the time. This program is brought to you by our Cajun brothers at Boot Crew Media and Hornitos Tequila. Here's to the shot takers, the ones who, like us, believe nothing ever happens if you don't take a chance, because that's a shot worth taking. Now, wait a minute now. I got even props for this. Look. Yeah. Hornitos. Yeah. Hornitos. So, you know, I mean, if I'm a shot taker, I'm going to take a shot. I, I should I should have brought you one. I'm sorry about that, T, but here's my Hornito shot, a shot worth taking. Ready? Okay, good. Ooh, that's nice. So that's um. So I Hornitos, tell Hornitos is the proud sponsor of Boo Crew Media and the Old Men and Sweats podcast, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you, it's very, very like the agave. You know, I can I can taste the agave, but also in the back of my palate, I taste these beautiful citrus notes, <laughs> like 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 tingling. I mean, I, I'm not kidding. It's like it's beautiful. It's like it's not. It's beautiful. It's very, very smooth. So thank you, Hornitos. We appreciate it. And so, Tommy, okay, so let's get right into our sweaty hit list of today. Um, the first subject is the Clawless Tigers. And go ahead, lead us into that, man. Well, yeah, the LSU Tigers, uh, they, they traveled to the Rose Bowl, Pasadena, on Saturday. And they struggled against LSU. I mean, against UCLA. I mean, they lost 38 to, 38 to 27. And, I mean, you know, the biggest thing is an SEC school is not supposed to lose to a Pac-12 school, you know, I mean, you know, they think they think that they don't play real football. And then the other thing you heard about is Coach O, right? Ed Orgeron, you know, the coach of uh, LSU, who we love that guy, right? Coach O apparently got into a heated argument going into the tunnel onto the field. One of the fans was yelling at him, and, co and Coach O said, yeah, UCLA, you, UCLA guys in your sissy blue uniforms. No. He called them sissy blue. And then he went out and gave up 38 points to them. So, oh. so that's a terrible start to the season for LSU. And, uh, you know, it's funny because two years ago with Joe Burrow, they set every record imaginable when they won the national championship, right? Mm -hmm. They crushed everybody. And then last year they were 5-5. Five and five in the pandemic year and then they start out 0 and 1. So since he won since he won his national championship, he's 5 and 6. <laughs> and and wow. he's calling out sissy blue uniforms. Now obviously UCLA's got that powder blue, you know, they got that, you know, they got that sort of soft blue from the California coastline blue, right? 
because you know the campus. I mean, you used to live right on campus. Yeah, you still live in Westwood. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, but but I, you know, so so, but the coach at LSU, he's an interesting guy because we were talking about him like as we were going back and forth during the game, me and you watching the game. And I mean, are we UCLA fans? I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, you know, from California when we lived there, we, I guess we were Bruin fans before Trojan fans are like 50-50. You know, we grew up Syracuse Orange fans. You know, but but the funny thing about that coach, we were talking back and forth, and you said something to me about like the guy, his voice. Is like 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 well, like not, like what did you describe it as? He sounds like like he should be you know working on a on a on a on a shrimp boat trawler or something. He's got that he's got that scratchy voice. We're just gonna go out there. We gotta play tough. We gotta run the ball. Like I don't even know. He sounds like he's got sandpaper in his throat when he's talking. Yeah, he's, he's like he's that. he's like the coarse. He's not the 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 fine or the medium. He's the coarse sandpaper. That he's guy. He's got the grainiest voice I've ever heard. I, I don't even know. He, he you, know, he, you know, every time he talks, it always sounds like he was screaming for the previous 24 hours and then lost his voice. And he and lost his talking. voice. I don't know what he's doing. But So what So what did you think overall, though, of, 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 of the Tigers? Like UCLA, I, I tell you, they, they, they've been playing, like the last few years they've been developing that team. And it's interesting that, like, I wasn't really surprised. They got, Chip Kelly. they got Chip Kelly, who obviously he did great things at Oregon years ago, and then he went to Philadelphia and I think three years in Philly. And, you know, he, uh, Chip Kelly wasn't a Philly guy. I don't even know why they hired him. That was, like, the worst hire in the world mm -hmm. to bring a guy to Philadelphia from Oregon. Like, the fans aren't going to take them unless you go 13-3, and three, right, or 14-2. and two, yeah. The fans aren't going to take to a guy named Chip yeah. Right? So that, that clearly didn't work. So he goes back to – no, then he went to San Francisco for one year, and that was a disaster, right? Three and – I think it was like four and 12 or five and 11 or whatever he was. And so then he ends up back at UCLA, which is where he belongs. He belongs in college, and he belongs um, on the West Coast. This is the, he's, he's kind of where he is. But he's off to a terrible start at UCLA. His first two years, terrible. Terrible. His third year. Right, and but, so but, but, but they've been developing it. I think I wasn't really surprised about that LSU game. I I I didn't think LSU was going to lose, but I didn't think they were going to blow them out either. I yeah, no, I I I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like UCLA has a quarterback. He's got the two last names, Robinson Thompson or Thompson. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, he's got two of the longest last names. That's like that's like you know that's like <laughs> my last name is Tellerino. That's like if you know if I went by Tommy Tellerino Domenico. Like if I if you gave me two last names, there are two longest last names. I don't get that. Whatever. Well, that's a thing. That's a thing. Hyphening is is a thing now. Hyphening. It's like yeah. how they shorten everything Hyphen. now. Kentucky Fried Chicken's KFC. Hyphening is like a thing. Everybody yeah. hyphening names. So this guy, this is their quarterback. He's been there for a few years. You know, they had a couple big plays. He only completed nine passes against LSU. He had a couple huge plays. Thirty-eight points. You know, and and LSU has another great receiver. They got that guy Butte. Oh, right? that's awesome. You know, me, now it's funny. His name is Butte. I think it's spelled B-O-U-T-T-E or I don't need something. But no, I think it's B-U-T-T-E-E -E or something like that. Well, they. I mean, they we're not Cajun, have, but I gotta try to learn the Cajun spelling. LSU used to have a quarterback named Booty. I think they used to have a guy named John. Yeah. John um, David Booty. John or David Booty. Yeah. Right. So this guy, I mean, Butte sounds like it's it's like his last name. Only they're putting like a like a a, a New Orleans spin on it. Butte. Like that. Well, that's Booty? the French. That's the French Cajun the French thing. Version. But the funny the funny thing about his name is, if if back in where we grew up in New York, if the girls like remember remember LL Cool J used to talk about the roundaway girls. I want a roundaway girl. That's the girl for me. Like LL Cool J, those were the girls that hang out on the block. They stand on the block. Like in New York City, and if, if Boutte was walking there, like going down the street or something, those girls would just go, "Hey, Booty, what's up, Booty? Uh, hey, where are you going, Booty?" Yeah, no, they would go, "Hey, no. Booty, you going to the bodega? What are you gonna go? You gonna get some lemons, Booty? Where are you going to the bodega?" They would just say, "Booty," <laughs> you know. So I don't want to mispronounce the guy's name. The guy's got talent. No, the guy's got talent. Yeah, my God, got a lot of talent at LSU, but they're they're in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble there, losing the losing the UCLA. I mean, they're gonna have tougher opponents than UCLA this year. They're playing, they're gonna be playing Alabama again and Georgia and all, all those teams. So it's a terrible start for LSU. They, you know, the other thing is their quarterback is Max Johnson. 
and his father's wait, 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 we got a guy here, Jimmy, Jimmy Val. Oh, I like this. Jimmy Val. We'll call him Jimmy Val. It's Jimmy Val Green. He says, Keishan Bouté. Bouté. Okay. I like right. that. He thank you, Jimmy, for doing that because we're you know we're Boutet. New Yorkers originally. I like that Boutte. Well, yeah, I, mean, I listen, really appreciate that. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. He flashed. I mean, he he zips past everybody. I mean, you you know, I mean, he we scored three long touchdowns, so he was basically flashing. He, he the was incredible. He did that. He got he caught that one screen. Like well, it was like yeah. over the middle screen. And he was like Grease Lightning. That guy's fast, like really fast, like faster than Justin Jefferson. Fast, like fast. Justin, like, yeah, but you don't. I mean, you don't have to be fast. Isn't the prereq for being a great receiver? I mean, the, 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 the Vikings <laughs> drafted the Vikings drafted Justin Jefferson last year. The Cowboys drafted CD Lamb, right? Yeah. Before those two guys. The Eagles drafted Jalen Rager. Oh, no, the Eagles drafted Jalen Rieger after the Cowboys. The, the Eagles drafted Jalen Rieger before Justin Jefferson. Because he's they, fast. Because he's fast. He does nothing. And then yeah, the he's Raiders done nothing. Drafted, the Raiders drafted Henry Ruggs before CeeDee Lamb, and he did nothing. So yeah. you need you need more than just being fast. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, that guy, the, the, the Boutet, I mean, that guy – I mean, it was like he was a man among boys. I mean, he catched the ball and he was gone. I mean, he was. I mean, if in that LSU game, you got to tell me, he was the guy. I mean, it was weird how usually in LSU there's a lot of guys that play really well, and it's yeah. a team effort. I don't know. I didn't see it. Even their defensive line, UCLA, the boys from Westwood were pushing them around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were pushing them around. Yeah. And then Chip Kelly does that funny stuff. He brings in an extra lineman. He doesn't bring in a tight end. He brings a lineman in. I love yeah, it how he does that's that. An, that's an old school move. Joe Gibbs did that years ago with the Washington when they used to be the Redskins. The Washington football team, back when they had the hogs, yeah. Joe Gibbs started that. He'd bring in an extra hog. Yeah. So they, would, they, they, they had that unbalanced line. He'd bring an extra 300-pound guy. So, yeah, Chip Kelly likes to do cute things like that, you know. And, and you know, Coach O – doesn't want to lose to UCLA. Always hated UCLA because he's from USC. He coached at USC, right? Yeah. He was the interim coach at USC. And then he went to Mississippi and did terrible. But I don't know, man. He's going to have to get this thing turned around fast or the people at LSU are going to put him on that shrimp boat trawler or whatever that thing is. They're going to put him out there. Get yeah. in the golf. Go, go, yeah, go he, he, Yeah, his next job's going to be, you know, fishing for the crawfish. That's yeah. all he's going to be able to do because it was it was impressive, you know, because, you know, watching Pac-12 ball and you know that they're not they're – they're usually like it, – it, it's fluffy. It's fluffy. It's not sissy blue. It's fluffy blue. And, and, yeah. and, and to watch those guys push them around yeah. on the front line was really impressive. And you say, who's that running back? That guy's – Crazy good. Well, his, his name is like Charbonnet or something like that. What's up with all these French guys? That that, that Boutte was going up against Charbonnet. Like that yeah, was I think know, his name yeah. is Charbonnet. Like wow, okay. I, I was like, how do you say that name? It's like two wines. It's like a French Bordeaux and yeah. a, and a, and, a, and a French Rosé. I mean, yeah. what, you're right. It's it's gets you know, but you know what? But that was a great game. Um, I'm with you. I don't know. I don't know about LSU. I I'm I'm at, I watched Georgia and Clemson also. And those two teams got defenses. Yeah, but I mean, Clemson, forget Clemson's, it. I mean, Clemson doesn't have that quarterback who replaced Lawrence. He played for Lawrence last year when Lawrence missed a couple games with the, you know, with the COVID. But that kid, he didn't look good. He didn't look good against Georgia. He looked terrible. He looked terrible against Georgia. So their defense is good Clemson though. Clemson doesn't have a quarterback. Their their D is good though, and Georgia's got D. Yeah, Georgia I mean, always has D. Always, yeah. I mean, I don't know how LSU is going to fare. I, I, it's a tough. It's going to be a tough year. I don't want to say that because I love my boot crew media boys and I love the Cajun South, and and I I want them to do well because I I'm a Viking fan and I got Justin Jefferson out of the deal and I'll oh I'll almost in my heart I want LSU. I could I don't care about UCLA and 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 USC to be honest with you. I could care more about even though the Vikings got a lot of UCLA UCLA guys. Justin Jefferson's my man now. I mean, he took over for Randy Moss for me. So can you name can you name the only Italian coach ever at LSU? I <sighs> uh, maybe maybe our Raleigh guys Massimino? No, maybe our guys at Buku Media. There was a guy. There was a guy who coached. I think he coached after. Oh, you're, you're throwing that out to them. You want to, You want someone to answer us back here? 
No, I know, I know who it is. It's it's after I know Mike you know. Archer, the coach after Mike Archer, and I think he was anybody uh, he was obviously before left mile less miles, but there was a there's an Italian coach. I know who he is. All right. His initials are his initials are GD, an Italian coach. Okay, come on, LSU. come on, Cajun brothers. Fish out of water. I mean, you know, you go down to LSU. You're the head coach of the LSU football team. You're Italian. That's not the norm down there. No, right? no. Okay, I mean, so come on. Yeah, you can't wait. Oh, wait a minute. How's this? Yeah, that's that right? it. That's it. But it's spelled. Uh, with a, it's spelled that. that simple. It's spelled with a G. And it's D.I. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry DiNardo. Jerry DiNardo. He it's started out really good. So it's funny. Really Let me say something. I appreciate I appreciate I appreciate that getting that. That simple one, two, one, one. But it's funny how being Italian, that's all you you know vowels. We know vowels. You can't get get, get around vowels with us. And it's funny how he, he did have it wrong, but then he corrected himself. But it's you already knew it was an I. <laughs> he's, he's got it, but here's another thing though. The best thing about Jerry DiNardo is he coached there three or four years or whatever. He started out well, but then he ran into some trouble. They fired him, but I swear to God, Barry, they didn't want to fire him. The AD said before he fired him, he said, listen, we really like the guy. <laughs> we really we really like the guy. He want, so, like, the Italian guy went down there. He did an okay job, but then he struggled, so they had to fire him. They didn't want to. They liked him. He probably cooked food for everybody in the whole, you know, a whole offices, the AD and everything. They probably Come got on. Nice he was probably food. the only guy who knew how to make real pasta. Like, yeah, do, do they, they have real pasta him. down there? So that do was they the, make that pasta? Was, that was the only Italian guy that I know, Jerry Donardo. Well, you know what? And how did he do? He got fired. What do you mean? How did he do? No, Go but on. I mean, before that, he must have did. I saw him this weekend. I saw him on one of those Fox Sports shows as an analyst. <laughs> I like Jerry DiNardo. I saw him. I said, oh, my God, that's Jerry DiNardo. His hair's all white. He's still got good hair. So that's good. So, so we want we want everyone exactly. to know in the, in the Cajun South. We want our, our Cajun brothers at Boot Crew Media to know. Let's, let's, let's switch gears real quick. Let's get to the game. The oh, game no, I want, I want to just give props to my Cajun brothers again. Okay. I just props. wanted to say, like, look, we're, we're going to root for the Tigers. We're okay. going to root till the end. And and the end might come sooner than later, but we're gonna we're gonna root for it. So you know, don't 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 be upset with us. So we're gonna go on to the next one. This is big. Okay, tomorrow night. I mean, I can't even believe it. Tomorrow night is the first game of the NFL season 2021, and it's a fantastic game. It's the Bucks and the Boys, and let's, so let's get into this. I, I'm so excited. I'm like freaking out about it. All right, look. So I'm, I'm me too. You know, it's funny. We talked about this in the past, but the NFL's the NFL has done an amazing thing with with their NFL season. They've made it they've made it year round. So the season starts officially tomorrow on September 9th and it runs through the Super Bowl, right? Have another shot, buddy. Have another shot of Hornitos. Hey, hey, you know what? I'm a shot taker. Okay. Back in the day they would call me I was a slice and dicer to the basketball rim, okay. but I also was a shot taker. Okay, so so Barry. They uh the NFL has done something amazing. They make they make their the NFL, they make it a year-round, it's a it's a year-round process, it's a year-round soap opera, it's a year-round television show, right? Yeah. You got you know, after the Super Bowl, they keep it going. They have the draft, which it which is covered for months, and then they have the free agent signing period, and then they have uh mini camps, the mandatory uh you know, the mandatory OTAs or whatever. They call them voluntary OTAs. But when someone doesn't show up, a coach says, he needs to be here. He needs to be here. And then the players the players union has to go, wait a minute. What does voluntary mean? <laughs> right? Tom Coughlin did it's that. Not Tom, it's mandatory. Tom Coughlin did that when I, I Coughlin went – when he went back to Jackson. I think Coughlin went back to Jacksonville last couple of years or whatever and – and they were they were skipping the voluntary mini camps or, or OTAs, and Coughlin was making a big deal out of it, going, "They have to be here if they want to win. They got to be here." And then they had to they had to shut them up. They said, "Listen, it's it's voluntary. So how 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 can you be calling them out in the media?" So anyway, the NFL he should have looked that word up in the dictionary. The NFL's done. I mean, no, really, he should just look the word up in the dictionary. He doesn't even know what he's talking about because he doesn't care. He wants them there. Yeah, of course, he's like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Like he knows that, you know, he's trying to make them feel bad. So, you know, so the NFL does all that stuff. 
and we watch it and we cover it and we talk about it all year long, right? All year long. And uh-huh. the, the preseason, the preseason is the best because the NFL sells a separate preseason package to the networks. They're crazy. And it's a, and it's a multi-hundred million dollar package. They sell it separate to the networks. And here's the here's the clincher. They have their rosters are 90 people, right? They have 90 guys in their roster. Ridiculous. So the guys that are playing in the preseason games that they're selling to the networks aren't even part of the NFL. They just pick up an extra 35 guys, right? And they play them most of the preseason. They don't get their guys hurt. They their guys play a, a series or two or whatever it may be. The NFL, I swear to God, the NFL is the most brilliant marketing the most brilliant revenue growing organization I've ever seen. They can, they just continually find ways to make money. The preseason thing is the greatest thing in the world because they're never going to eliminate it because they can well, bring in those guys. I don't know about that. They talk about eliminating and adding another game and the players are actually for that. Well, the reason they're talking the about that, you know, the, the reason they don't want to add another game and they want to get the money off preseason is because, like I said, they use players that aren't even going to be in the league. Yeah, the I get you. The games we watched, it was a bunch of guys that we won't see the rest of the year. They just rent them for a few weeks. Yeah, I know. But the players are, are, are kind of like they want to they want to go no preseason and add the other game because, you know, they just they want the more money. Well. Then what the NFL does is the same thing that Adam Silver of the NBA does. They always post to the players, okay, we can eliminate preseason completely, but you're going to make X amount of dollars less. Because, you know, the, the, oh, the, the players' yeah. union splits the pie with the owners. So that's yeah. that, that they always pose that. They always say, sure, we can get rid of this. Remember they did that last year when LeBron wanted them to start the season after Christmas in January? And Adam Silver said, sure, we can talk about that. But if we start after January, you're going to make X amount of dollars less as as, as an association. And then then all the players said, oh, no, 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 that's okay. We'll start in October. No problem. All right, but let's – so let's get into this game tomorrow. Yeah. So, I, I, I I get you. I love how you laid down all that because it is important, all that stuff. And some people, you know, they know it. They don't know it. They don't care about it, whatever. But let's lay into the, the game tomorrow, the Bucks, um and the boys. I mean, I already know what's going to happen. Spread. But. The Bucks are getting – the Buc- uh, Tampa Bay is giving up eight points to the Cowboys. It seems even low. I mean, the Cowboys had the worst defense in the league last year. Terrible, terrible. One of the things is Tampa Bay has all 22 starters returning after Super Bowl champion team. I don't think that's happened in 30 years. I I, I don't. I can't remember the last time a team brought back all 22 starters. And no, probably not from till the set from the 70s. Maybe I don't. I don't know what team. Maybe like you know the back in the day with the Steelers and the boys in the 70s. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I heard maybe Washington did it once. One of them did it once, maybe in the nineties. I you know I, I just saw a quick note on that. So anyway, the Bucks bring back twenty-two starters. The Cowboys have a completely new defense because they had the worst defense in the league last year. Uh-huh. You're right. I, I yep. think that um uh, there was one play last year when Odell Beckham Jr. got a reverse for the Browns. He he took a reverse handoff and he ran backwards twenty yards. Like mm-hmm. so he got it on the 50. The, 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 they snapped the ball on the 50. They reversed it to Odell. He had to run backwards 20 yards to avoid uh, Alden Smith, the Cowboys defensive end that dove at his ankles. So he went backwards 20 yards, and then he ran 70 yards untouched to the end zone. Like he literally ran 70 yards down the sidelines through the whole team, and no one touched him. Did, did he have and the I, watch on? Did he have that big watch on? Oh my God, Barry! It was the worst. No, remember that big play. watch he would wear, and Did he wore it during the game. A big watch, like he needs to tell time during the game. Remember yeah, he had a big watch that. on that yeah. five hundred thousand dollar watch. <laughs> what are you doing? So I'm okay. I tell you right now, I think a couple things. I gotta, I gotta get this out because I think it's this game could be ridiculous. <laughs> it's a great, it's great with the Bucks and the boys Thursday night football tomorrow, but it is, it is the the line's low. The Bucs are probably going to tear them apart because Dallas' defense hasn't really improved. And this is the other thing, too. I'm not confident about Dak. I'm about as confident about Dak. We talked about this a lot on our blog and on our show and stuff. I'm about as confident on Dak as I am about Carson Wentz. Those guys are like peanut brittle. These guys get hurt so much. I'm just, I just don't see him finishing a season. I don't even see him being that good in this game. I don't even see him being that good in this game. 
But Dak's only been hurt once. Like, why do you think he's injury prone? He's hey, what do you? He just got hurt again. He, he broke his ankle thing last year. Now, to, now this year he's got that shoulder thing. And pre, I think something's up. Okay. I, I just don't see him being there the whole year. He'll be there tomorrow. But I, I still don't have any confidence. And and if their defense can't do anything, which they won't do against Tom Brady, then if you want to get in a shootout, well, they're not going to win that shootout. Well, this is like a, my prediction has been that the Cowboys, they they redid their entire defense. They, they brought in Micah Parsons as the number one pick, who I think is going to be a monster. They brought in a guy. <laughs> they brought in a guy. Um, I like that. Yeah, but, so dad, that's that's all over this. Yeah. Dad, our comments, dad's like, he's like on fire. Blank the Bucks, though. Who dad? I, who dad? See, he's getting that same stuff in there. I mean, he's on fire, but this well, one, I, I don't even want to show this one. I'm only going to show it, but I'm. it's kind of like, and blank the cowgirls. What do okay. you mean? The cow, the, the cowboy cheerleaders are like the primo cheerleaders. It's like Playboy. It's like Hugh Hefner. It's like the the primo of every girls, girls out there. The old men and sweats love the cowgirl cheerleaders. We love no, all he's cheerleaders. Not, he's not talking about that. He's not talking about the cheerleaders. He's calling the cowboys the cowgirls. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's not referring to the cheerleaders. Not, oh, that, that's what they call them. They call them the cowgirls. I didn't know that. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Excuse me. Oh, you know what? Good. I like that then. I'll, I'll jump on that bandwagon then. The cowgirls. I like that. So, so anyway, so, so what do you think? Honestly, I mean, you know, we could analyze it no, backwards no, what, and forward. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is the Cowboys defense has been completely redone. They're not going to be ready to play Brady and those receivers tomorrow. Because the, the because Tampa Bay has Mike Evans, they have Godwin, they yep. have Antonio Brown. Antonio yep. Brown's in better shape than anybody. Uh, whatever. Anytime in his career, <laughs> guy. So no, they're not going to be able to cover. They're not going to be able to guard those guys tomorrow. So that's where Tampa's going to control the ball. They're not. They're not going to be able to put a pass rush on Brady. Even though that one guy that that from UCLA, their new uh, defensive lineman, uh, Osa Osa Odigizua. Like I love because I know you you don't you don't like his name right he's he's from uh, UCLA he's a new lineman he said well Brady's not mobile so we got to knock him off his spot that's the way we got to play him yeah like no like duh like wh where the hell have you been they've been saying that Brady's not mobile for twenty years you got a rookie defensive tackle talking about Brady which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah give him fight. Give him yeah, a little fire. Though. It's not like, I mean, Brady's still pissed that he was drafted 199 back in 2001. He's still mad about his draft slot. What do you think he's going to do with Odigizua calling him out for not being mobile? He's going to, he's going to, they're going to smoke he's them. He's going to crunch them. So Tommy, look at, so, he dad told you know he schooled me on that one. I I, I thought he was talking about the cheerleaders because I'm thinking girls all the time anyway. Like yeah. so, if someone says girls and something, you know, I should know better because I know a lot of Eagle fans and I think they call them that. But I never I never pay attention to the Eagle fans anyway, so that's why. But I love that comment there. Look at that. That's what we call them. <laughs> to Bobby Bobby A Bear. <laughs> you remember Bobby Bobby A Bear was on the Saints when they when they came up with the who that Bobby yeah. A Bear was the coach. Yeah. I think Jim Mora. I think Jim Mora was the coach of that Saints team before he went to. Yes, 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 yes. I yes. love Jim Mora. Listen, yeah, there's another. There's another Italian guy down in New Orleans. Jim yeah, Mora. you know, right? I love him. He you was, gotta have. You gotta sprinkle. You gotta sprinkle some Italians down in the yeah. in the French Bayou. I mean, you yeah. gotta have them down there to make some pasta at least, or some pasties, which a lot of you okay, people so down give, give in the prediction. South don't know. The pasties, um, the Italians are famous for pasties, which is it's a it's a dough, and you throw pudding in it, and it's like a, you use it, you eat it as a Danish like with coffee. It's called a pasty. Um, so, you know, we're going to bring some of those down to, to the Bucru Media um, studio when we come down there. And um, so, so, so this game, let's just say, let me, let me just make my prediction. Can I make my prediction? Yeah, I, this game is bold. You know, I actually think the NFL screwed up with the schedule on this game because, you know, they're, they're enamored with the cowgirls. They love the cowgirls. They love them, the NFL. And every year they love them, and they do nothing. Their division's terrible. And and I think this was a bad first game. I think the Bucks was obviously, you know, the, the team to go with. But I, I think a better opponent would have been, would have been, would have been, would have been advisable. So they're going to get crushed. I mean, um, TB12, it's going to be, 
35. 35, Tampa Bay. At, at, at least, if not 38. Five touchdowns. Okay. Oh, easy, easy. All, right. All day. And then, and Dak Prescott's going to struggle and they'll get like 17. 35 to 17. Yeah, okay, that, crush. So you're calling it the over-under is right around 51. So you're calling it, you're going to land it right on that line. or I'll go over. I'll go over because I think there's going to be a big difference in the scoring that there could be garbage points. And even though all you people out there, I know there's a line, and I know I just made the line like way more than seven and a half or eight. I don't like taking lines. I like money lines. I don't like doing points. So even though... I, I definitely think they're going to win by more than the seven and a half or eight, whatever it is. I still would take Tampa money line, lay the money down, and take the over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a closer game. I, I think that um, Tampa's going to score 27 points. That's it. <laughs> Tampa's going to score 27 points. They're going to kick a few field goals. I think uh, maybe 30 points. Maybe they score three touchdowns and three field goals. And um, and the Cowboys. You know, Dak Prescott is always famous for a couple of garbage touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 30 to 24. I think the Cowboys are going to cover. I think they're going to cover with a last second garbage touchdown. Mm. And, you know, the Cowboys are not going to start out well. If the Cowboys are going to be any good this year, it's going to be the last five games of the year in December when that Micah Parsons gets going. Because they got they got a Khalil Mack, they got a Von Miller, like they finally got a guy that can actually crush a quarterback. So once that guy gets going in the second half of the year, the Cowboys will be much better. And Dak Dak hasn't played any preseason. The Cowboys haven't played any of their guys on offense in preseason. They act like, oh, we're just going to show up and be ready for Tampa Bay. Nah, nah, not even. And then their their best offensive lineman, Zach Martin is on the COVID thing. He, he tested positive, even though he's fully vaccinated. So he's probably not going to play. There's a 99.9% chance that he's not going to play. So they're going to have to come in with their backup guard that's going to block Dominican Sue and that guy Vita Vey, right? <laughs> so I, I don't think the Cowboys offense, the, the Cowboys offense is going to struggle. And it's you know they'll score some garbage TDs. So, so you'll take so you'll take the bo- the cowgirls plus the points. Yeah, I'm gonna take them, but it's not a good bet. Like that's what I no. say. But don't like I didn't. Don't take my bet. They're because they're gonna score late TDs. If they're gonna get blown out, but they're gonna score some late points. So the bet's the over. The bet's if it goes over, barely, like barely over. There's there's no bet here. There's no bet here. Like well, you don't have to be bet. A bet. There's always a bet. Nah. Like listen, if you want to bet a game and you want to bet over, and we're both saying this game's gonna land at 51, 52, 53. I'm not taking that. You know, How about if you buy some points, you lower the total. So, yeah. I would buy the point. I would buy some points and lower the total by one, one and a, one by two. Right. You know, like sometimes you got to lay more money. You know, listen, to, you know, sometimes, but sometimes wait, but, but sometimes you got to lay more money to get what you need. And I know a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are just like you know they bet it, they do the points plus or minus, they do the over. You know, I'm like I'm like try to like look at it like I'm going to if I'm going to have a shot of winning maybe I got to lay a little more to like you know I'll lower the over under or I'll I'll do money line or what have you but with this game it's interesting it's 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 it it is it is a tight close thing there with the over under but if I had to choose I would do over and I maybe would 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 fudge some points there and and spend more money to get a little over but it's it, it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, it's always interesting when you when you bet, and and sometimes you bet with your heart. Sometimes you bet, you know, with science, <laughs> like what I'm doing. But we also want to tell this. Tell me, what's our thing? We always want to say, we prescribe to the George Costanza Betting Corporation, and usually when we what that means is what we say go opposite. It's opposite. Well, it's yeah, opposite. because when like if you want to win money. Don't bet who we're betting. Like if you want to win money. Like, so I'm telling you, my score is 30 to 24, Tampa Bay over Dallas. Dallas scoring a late garbage TD. Okay. So if you want, if you're going to take Dallas in the points and win money, all right, here, there, go for it. But I'm telling you, don't do it. Right, That's just I my agree. pick. All right? right. So let's move on. We've got to move on. We're moving on to NFL Sunday. What game? One game. I mean, one game, NFL Sunday, that you want to talk about. Well, I mean the one game. Best, 
the the best game of the day is the Steelers at Buffalo. Okay, I know, and maybe better Love than it. that, you got you got the Browns going back into Kansas City for a rematch of that playoff game. So that's probably the best game of the day. Now let's that's talk about that game. game. Yeah, let's talk about that game. So you know, the last time they played a playoff game, they knocked Patrick Mahomes out late in the game in the, in the third or fourth quarter, and then they brought in Chan Henney, right? Mm-hmm. I love that guy, Chad Henney. Guy's right? tough. Is he and Michigan? That guy, Michigan that guy had a. There was Tom, a third, is he was, is he from Michigan? Yeah, he started yeah, yeah. all four years at Michigan yeah, too for Lloyd Carr. He started all four years. So he came in an experienced guy. That guy had a third and eighteen or third and seventeen or it something. It was crazy, and he made it. Or he he got like 17 yards and they had fourth and inches or something. So so Chad Henney made the plays. But the other thing was in that game, the the Browns were trying to hang with Kansas City, but um that that one guy fumbled on the one inch line. Remember that what that right receiver? He was running for the end zone and he he reached he reached the ball. Don't reach the ball out. Remember he they, he, they knocked it out at the one inch line. I'm so sick of that. I'm going to say, don't reach the ball out. Yeah. Don't, don't. I'm done with that. Don't. I'm so, just so tired of that. Well, so that, but then the Browns came back and they, they played Kansas City tough. The Browns are the real deal. Like they're the real yes. deal. Offensively, defensively, they're, they're good. The Browns are good. This game, the Kansas City game is going to be a great game, man. If the Browns can control the ball on the ground again, and, and keep the ball away from Mahomes as much as possible. This game is going to be a really good game. It's going to be the best game of the – by far the best game of the day. You really think so, huh? You really, really think – wait, I got, a, I got a question here. Propels. Propels talk. What's the line? I don't know the line. I'm guessing – I'm guessing Kansas look City it up. minus four maybe. I'll I'm look guessing it up. something like that. It's because 50. I, it's probably 50 minus four. I'm going to look it up, but I think it's probably – it, the total's got to be around 50. Yeah. I guarantee so, it. I'm looking it up too on my smartphone. No, it's going to be more than 50. No. Definitely more than 50. Yeah, 52. Is, then. Um, 52. Come on. Oh, it is. Wow. 54.5. Yeah. yeah, it's 50. And minus six. Kansas City's given up six points. So Cleveland's got six Ooh. points coming in. The line's almost five. Well, the, wow. well there's. The line's always going to be high with Kansas City. They're going to score thirty-five a game by accident. So yeah, I, yeah, no, really by accident. Like it's it's it, it's a fifty-four and a half. So that's another tricky thing. It's you know, like I I think the Chiefs are going to win it. I don't think they're going to lose this game. You don't like you don't like that half point. That half point bothers. No, you. no, no. I'll explain that. I'll explain that in a minute. But I'm going to tell you right now. I I I, I like both these teams. I think they're really good. But I don't think Kansas City is going to lose this game at home. The first game, no. I think. I think down the road there may be, um, you know, Cleveland may catch up with them in the playoffs. I just think the first game, I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think KC will be will win it. I think Andy Reid's a like, fantastic uh, hey, listen, coach. You like Baker Mayfield? I like him, but I like Mahomes better. My homie, I call him my homie. I love him better, and I love well, Andy Reid with his breakfast menu, his Denny's big breakfast menu yeah. that he calls the yeah. plays on. I love that guy. So I, I, I and Mahomes think, is funny. But don't you think though, up until late last year, second half of the year, wasn't wasn't Baker Mayfield a way better actor than he was a quarterback? Like he started playing better last year, but those <laughs> commercials that he did, he was excellent, right? No, he's a fantastic well, actor. I mean, it's, it's really incredible yeah. how good of an actor he is. Yeah. And, you know, so he's got a great career later, and he might even be thinking that. Like, if he ever gets hurt, if he ever gets a nick, he'll probably be like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go, go away because, and I'll just because, go to commercials. You know, he's, you, know, he's, you know, he's not that big. He's like 5'11", 6 feet tall or something like that. You know, Crazy. Little. Popular. So, yeah, I mean, listen, Barry D, like, like for one of our parodies, for one of our upcoming parodies, we'll find a role for Baker. Right. Yeah, because he's, he's a good actor. I mean, not every. Yeah. I think he's better than Aaron Rodgers as an actor. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers yeah. thinks Aaron, he's. Aaron Rodgers isn't terrible, but Baker's better. Baker's yeah. way and, better and, than actor. Yeah. yeah, and 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 also CP3 is a decent actor, but I I nah, I, I think nah. I think I think Baker's better than all of them. So I think this this is the weird thing. Mahomes is really interesting to me because I always say this. Me and you will go back and forth on text messages and talking, FaceTime and everything. And and I always think it's interesting because the guy doesn't look that athletic. He just doesn't look – he looks like a little pudgy kid at the beach, you know, the little fat kid with a baby fat. 
and he's got that walk. He's got he doesn't have a like he's I told he's you this walk. Doesn't he's got a duck walk. walk he's got a duck walk. Yeah. And it's like his gait is weird and he's got this little walk. If you watch him, he does this little walk. Yeah. And, but then he gets under center and he's like incredible. Dude, that's Super Bowl. That Super Bowl, he ran away. His being his elusiveness in that Super Bowl blew my mind. He had a bad toe. He had a he had a Gosh. damaged toe. He was chased all around the field by that David and Devin White and, and that Shaq Barrett and they chased him. That that guy yeah. ran. They, then they they said he ran like three hundred yards or four hundred yards or something, uh, uh, running away from players. His his elusiveness is ridiculous. I love that stat. Well, you know, listen, one of the guys that we're going to try to get on here is I met the uh, offensive coordinator for Western Tucky, Western Kentucky oh. University, the Hilltoppers. The Hilltoppers. Right? So, so he coached he coached Mahomes at Texas Tech. He's from Texas Tech. So we'll get him on there. He's got some interesting things to say about Mahomes. He said that he's not really fast. You know, he's not super athletic, but he said he's got amazing feet. He's got great feet. You know, feet are underestimated. Yeah. Fran Tarkenton had good feet. He yeah, never Fran won a Super Tarkenton, Bowl, but, but he had good feet. Mahomes got an arm, though. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, I'm going to make my prediction. So, I like the over, but I'm going to buy the half a point. Yes. I'm not going to lay it at 54.5. You're Even in the NBA, I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to lay the half. There's no way. Yeah. And if someone does it, tells me I can't, Buy the half. I'm going to a different casino, I'm not, or I'm not. I'm not doing it. And I, and the Chiefs. If I had to take the other bet to kind of hedge both bets and equal the my investment out, I would take. I see. I just can't. I can't lay those points. Um, and, and I would have to take the Chiefs and really spend a lot of money on the money line. I, I can't. I can't do the six or whatever it is. I can't do that. And I can't take. Cleveland plus the six. I just can't do it. No. So that's my George Costanza bet on that one. I would take the I'm over. Taking, I'm taking Cleveland with the upset of the day. I think I think the Chiefs are going to start out 0 and 1. They may, run, they may they, the Chiefs may win their next 16 games for all we know. But come I think on, no way. Cleveland's going to go in there and play the game of the year. Yeah. So you're going to take a money line to win straight up, or you're going to take the plus six to, to I'm, hedge I'm going to take them. I'm not going to take the money line, but I, yeah. I, I'll i take Cleveland with the points. But I think they're going to win that game. I think they're going to pull that game out late. So what do you I think do. about the um the the over? Yeah. I Well, I mean, you know, final score 31 to 30 or something like that, I think. Yeah, 34 to 30. So it's going to definitely go over. I would take I – would, I would do a little parlay action. I'd do Cleveland in the over. Yeah. Late, late TD. Okay, so you, so you're doing just the parlay, Cleveland the over, no flat bat. No, just just the parlay. Yeah. All right, I would. I'm gonna I'm gonna flat the over at 54 by the half a point, and then I'll parlay. I, I'll just for 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 craps and giggles. I'll just I'll parlay then the Chiefs. Um, not money line because I won't make a lot of money off that that on that. I'll take the Chiefs minus the six and then they and then the and the over. And again, for all you people out there, we've been known to be correct like George Costanza. Yeah. So George Costanza, if you don't know George Costanza, some of you young people don't know from Seinfeld. George Costanza's theory was everything opposite. So we're, we're so so we'll take what we say, write it down in your composition book, and then. Think about it and maybe think opposite. So then if, give us credit if the opposite works. If the opposite doesn't work, you know, no harm, no foul on us. We're just we're, we're telling you to be honest. And also, real real quickly, we got um, we got Allegiant Field opening on Monday night. The Ravens are coming into town. Now, the Ravens are going to be – the Ravens are actually favorites here in Vegas. They're coming into town. That's the crazy. Raiders, and, and the Raiders are getting four and a half points at home. Oh, my gosh. The Raiders. That's crazy! Wait a minute, they're getting the that's yeah. that's like wait, that's not really four and a half though. That's seven and a half. Yeah, because you get the Could, points automatic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah. So, so the so let's talk about that. I know that's down the list of the sweaty hit list here, but let's talk about that because that means the Raiders. There's no confidence in the Raiders at all. Well, there the isn't. Raiders are coming into the season a lot like the Cowgirls, 
right? They're, they're, they have the terrible defense. They got a bunch of new players on defense. Awful. They can't stop anybody. And then they have names on their – they rebuilt their offensive line, right? They got rid of Gabe Jackson. They got rid of Rodney Hudson, the center. They got rid of that big that big Trent Brown, that six-foot, nine-inch, 350-pound tackle and went back to New England. So yep. they got rid of their offensive line. They, re, they rebooted their offensive line. And, you know, they got some skilled position guys, but no one's proven. So the Raiders are really on the outside looking in, coming into this season. No one has any faith in them. But I'm, I'm going to take them, too. I'm, I'm taking the Raiders at home with the points. The oh, Raiders yeah. are going to win that game on a last-second field goal, right? Last-second field goal, the Raiders are going to take that game because Baltimore is coming into the season. They got Lamar, right? You, Lamar's great. He's a great player, but they don't have J.K. Dobbins. J.K. scores ACL. You know, That's and then huge. they lost the other guy, Justice Hill. He he got injured too. So so they picked up. I think they signed Le'Veon Bell to their practice squad. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's interesting because so what's the the least? They have less less confidence in the Raiders D than their O. The Raiders D is not good. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not well. Ever since they got they got rid of um um what's his face um to Chicago, Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah, ever since that for him, that trade was a total failure, buddy. So so they Gruden like what was that was a that was the worst thing in the world because ever since then their defense is really really bad. Like like what did they get for that? Nothing. So what did Gruden do? What was that? Well, no, actually, on the face value of that trade, it wasn't a bad trade. They got they got like three first round draft choices. They got a couple third round picks. They got a boatload of picks, and they didn't capitalize. They drafted Clee Farrell, the guy from Clemson. He's no good. They drafted uh, Damon Arnett, the guy from Ohio State, the cornerback. I, I went to the charity softball game between the Raiders. And the Vegas Golden Knights last month, and Damon Arnett's a better center fielder in baseball than he is a cornerback in the football. And he was great. He was a great center fielder in the softball tournament for the for the charity game. You know, they got. I mean, they they, they drafted. They they cut Tanner Muse. Yeah, they, a third round pick from uh, Clemson. They like Clemson guys. They pick all these Clemson guys and they get them, and they all suck. Like they get the only sucky guys from Clemson. Like, how do you do that? Like. All the Clemson guys are no good. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's it's sad because I want you know we want we're Vegas guys. We want the Raiders to do well, and I want Derek Carr to do well, and 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 you know, and yeah. I want Chucky Chucky to do good. But it, it's just so ridiculously crazy. I almost think there's a curse. I almost think it's like Babe Ruth. I almost think it's like the Babe Ruth curse because on, on the Red Sox because it's so crazy. Like there, there's some kind of like Chucky curse going on because it's like it's I just don't know. It, it seems like it's there and it could happen, and then it just it goes away. Like it's just it, it's it, it's frustrating. It's well, frustrating. Well, anyway, they're gonna have to chase Lamar Jackson now. Lamar Jackson is obviously the fastest guy in the field Great. of football. Fantastic. Right? And and you always said it best. No matter what time of the day it is, whether it's in the middle of the game or whether it's in a post-game press conference, you always say that Lamar Jackson looks like he just woke up a minute ago. It is crazy. You watch that guy. So that was our, our egg beater timer. It says time's up, but we don't we go overtime. And we go, we go overtime. overtime. Old men sweats do overtime. Right? We do overtime. <laughs> so, but no, it is funny with that guy. Like Lamar Jackson, he's so fast and he's so quick and everything. And then you watch it, you just see him, and it's like Give this guy a cup of coffee. I mean, he needs a cup of coffee. Like, get him waking up. Like, he's like flatline. It's like every time you see him, it doesn't matter if he does a great drive down the field and he's all into it and his adrenaline's flowing. He comes to the sideline, takes his helmet off. like, this guy just woke up a second ago. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like what, what, it's oh, he always looks that way, and it's yeah. funny. It's like I don't even understand. It's yeah. like you would think he, there's be some kind of blood flowing or whatever, but it's this he should do. He could do a Dunkin' Donuts uh, commercial. Yeah. He should get a Dunkin' Donuts as a thing because it would be like he'd go to the Dunkin' Donuts and we he'd get a donut them. and his coffee and he'd go, this wakes me up. I'm Lamar Jackson. I'm sleepy. I'm Lamar Sleepy Jackson, and this yeah. coffee wakes me up. He'd make a lot of money with that. But, you know, so I'm, I'm going to take – okay, let's take this game. I'm going to take the Raiders – um, because Vegas, and we love Vegas, I'm going to take the four and a half. This is where you take the half 
because why wouldn't I take the half? I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not going to go up to five and spend money. I'll take the half. And I'm going to take the over. I'm going to do two flat bets. I'm not even going to parlay it. And I'm uh, the worst thing is I'm going to split. I'm going to lose juice. Big deal. I lose juice every day. I'm taking, I'm just, I'm going flat line. I'm, I'm just taking the Raiders plus four and a half. I'm yeah. Just, just one bet. That's it. I'm not doing the over under. It's probably going to go over because the Raiders defense isn't any good, you know? So I think the Raiders can hang with them. I'll tell you another thing. The Raiders yeah. play, the Raiders play the Chiefs better than anybody. They beat the Chiefs last year. And then the second game, they should have beat the Chiefs. The Mahomes had to make a like a like a great last second drive. The Raiders play the Chiefs tough, so I'm I'm saying that they're going to play. They're going to open up Allegiant Stadium this season with fans, and it's going to be off the chain. It's, they're, they're, oh wait a minute, I got a question here. Oh wait a minute, I got a question here. Okay, maybe Jonathan Abram can get a lick on Lamar. Well. Well, yeah, Jonathan Abrams is a safety. He was another guy that played in the charity softball game last month between the Raiders and the Vegas Golden Knights. That guy's that guy's great. Also, Josh Jacobs played in that game too. Jonathan Abrams is the, is the safety who's from Mississippi State, I think, Mississippi State. His first game as a pro, he hit somebody so hard, Barry, that he broke his shoulder and he missed the whole season. He hits you so hard. Like this guy, Dad, Dad knows a lot of stuff. That, that's you know, that you know, that's I'm concerned about that because no, that that's got eight million questions. That's like in our show, and he's got so many questions, and I'm concerned about him that that he has no other life. Dad, what do you mean? He's I mean, I don't know. Like my wife would be calling me, or take the trash out, or go to the bodega and get I get something. You know, like it's I, I thank you, Dad. Don't leave us. But but, he, but he it, 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 he's all over it, Dad. Listen, Dad's brought up the cowgirls. He's brought up everything. He's brought up Bobby Abair. He's brought up Jonathan Abrams. He knows his stuff. He's incredible. He's incredible. This guy's incredible. So okay, so now I want to do a little thing. I call this well. I call it sports mime, and it's not on the list. But what? It, I, I got my list over here, buddy. Where I don't see that. No, no, wait, wait, oh, wait, that's there again. He's enjoying the show. Thank you, Dad. We're well, thank you, Dad, because, you know, I appreciate that, yeah. and hopefully you won't get in trouble later that there was something else you had to do. We'll give him his 20 bucks as soon as the show's done. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll send that. What's that quick payment you can do, that um, thing? Whatever, we'll send it to you. Cash app. Yeah, yeah, cash app. We'll cash. Cash, app. We'll cash app. Cash app we will use to pay Dad. So now, okay, so now we, we went through – Everything on the sweaty hit list in some different order. It doesn't matter. We hit everything. Yep. We're going to do OT. We're going to do overtime. So now this thing, I kind of call it um, sports mime. But it's not really sports mime because there may be some talk in it. But I want to I want to, I want to, to throw this out there and see because tomorrow's game, Thursday game, you know, one of the best players ever in the history of NFL football who's old like us, older and who never anyone gave a shot to, like us. They all thought he was never going to make it. And here he is, and he's there. And I want you, Tommy, to ask him some questions. He may not answer back. You may have to answer for him. But right now, everyone out there in the in the, in the the TV world, old men in sweats, are going to interview Tom Brady. Hey. <laughs> So he just got off the field. Okay. Yeah. So, Tom, can you name the eight quarterbacks that were taken ahead of you in the 2001 NFL draft? It doesn't matter because I'm TB12. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Tom, who was the best receiver you ever threw to? Well, just because I love him and he's still on my team and I don't want to make any enemies, I would say the Gronk. The Gronk. Good answer. Very good answer. Even though Randy Moss had the best single season ever with you, but the Gronk is the right answer. Yeah. But Randy was a Viking yes. before and other teams. And so I, yes. I'm going with Gronk. I love Bill Belichick. I love his sweatshirts. And I love Gronk. Let me ask you something. 
have you and Bill Belichick ever gone out and just thrown down a couple beers and had some New England clam chowder just hung out? Bill and I have a very, very serious and professional relationship. I cannot go anywhere with Bill to any public place to get a drink or dinner because what he wears. My wife would kill me if I went to any restaurant or bar with him with his outfits that he wears. I have to think of my wife and her life and my life. I love Bill, but I will only have a drink with Bill in the locker room after a Super Bowl. Okay. That's that's an excellent question. Only because you don't like you don't like the hoodies with the cut off arms. That's Bill's style. That's his style. That's my style st- and my wife's style is elegante. That's <laughs> not a style. Bill, Bill, that's not a style. Okay, that's just. Like- it is with TB12. I make the style I want to make. It's elegante. Yes. Okay. The last question for Tom. Last question for Tom. Is there any video of you with a football between your legs and a pressure gauge letting air out? (laughs) (laughs) There is no real video of that. I don't put footballs between my legs. I throw the football down the field with precise precision so, so what you're saying is then that's that's your 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 unofficial denial that you had nothing to do with deflate gate i think it was a k-ball that you're talking about it wasn't the regular football okay. it was the kicker ball the k-ball the k-ball okay, do your research that's sir great. okay all right well thank you for and remember uh, one thing i do yes. not eat gluten I do not eat any kind of yeast or any other things that affect my body. I have a Subway commercial, and I do not eat the bread on the commercial. Or the cheese. Or cheese or anything. I am Tom Brady. I am TB12. I am superior to all you. That's great. Thank you for being our first guest on the, the Old Men in Sweats podcast. Um, first show with Boot Crew Media. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you for having me. I look forward to dominating again this year and winning another Super Bowl. And all you people that passed on me will bow down to me again. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. Right. He's he's a great. You know what? He's more yeah. serious than I thought he would be. Nuts, buddy. He's direct. He's direct. <laughs> I love how direct he is. You he get was that a fat head? You got a Tom Brady fat head? No, no, that's Tom Brady. Tom Brady was here. He was here, and and I I just thought he'd be more funny. Like he's he's funny in that subway commercial, but he was more serious. I think he was nervous because like he he doesn't know us. We're not Shannon and Skip. We're not you know those kind of guys. We're not Stephen A. Smith. Make sure make sure that you go to Old Men and Sweats on Twitter, and make sure you check out Boot Crew Media on YouTube. Oh wait. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do the clothes. Okay, I, I okay, the but clothes. I gotta do the quick, clothes. Just, real quick before we go, yeah, I gotta get my flat. sweaty Hang thoughts. On. Hang on, I gotta go off camera. Where do you go? I gotta go off camera. Pretty okay, good. so everybody, we appreciate everybody in the Cajun South for watching and listening. Um, remember, that's it for now, sweaties. Follow us on social media, all the pod platforms, and subscribe to our YouTube page, please, because we love all that, because we need that admiration. And all you youngins and all you older people of sports, there's there's two groups, youngins and older people of sports. Remember, and remember this always for old men and sweats, we won't try harder next time. So what, Tommy? Don't even ask. Yeah, don't even ask. Okay. So that's it. Adios till next week. And people of Las Vegas, remember, stay sweaty. All right, buddy. Good show, buddy. Thanks, you gotta man. stay sweaty. So maybe I gotta play some music. Wait a minute. I gotta find I gotta find some music. Wait a minute. Let me get that Drake song uh, up again. I, I left my flag in the in the other room. Oh I left my flag. What do you mean you left it? Hang on.
Hang on a second. Oh, where's my music? I wanted to play that music again. Hang on. I got to play it. I got to play that music again. I'm not ending the show without that music again. Well, we got 30 seconds, buddy. I know. I know. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Lady. Stylish, smiling, profile. Oh, yeah.